Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. Most people look at dating as something they must endure, like in order to get the relationship. I don't think it's possible to hate dating and end up in your best relationship. Yes, there are frustrating parts of dating. I did an entire episode on these frustrating parts. But the amount of fun and success you have in your relationship directly correlates to the amount of fun and success you're willing to have in dating. You will struggle if you hate the dating part. Hating dating will make you want to stop doing it as soon as an acceptable candidate comes along. But are you just looking for a warm body or are you looking for phenomenal love on every level? Assuming that you're choosing phenomenal love here, there are three ways I can offer to help you inject some fun into dating. Number one is date from a place of security. When my kids were quite young, we booked a Rhine cruise, and the littlest one was probably two or three when it was time to board the big boat, and she stopped on the line right where the dock and the, what do you call it, not the bridge, the gangway. She stopped right on that line, and she stood rigid and frowning and very small, standing and looking at this giant boat and this narrow gangway. I was standing right next to her waiting. I could feel like her body was super rigid, right? And she asked me, still staring straight ahead at the boat, Mommy, you sure about this? And I said, Yes, sweetie, I'm sure. And she slipped her chubby little hand into mine, and we got onto the boat. I meant that I was sure that she would be okay. The river could definitely have gotten rough if a storm came, but I knew I would protect her. Your inner child needs to know that you will not let anything bad happen to them in dating, that they will be able to have fun and not worry about their safety. Your inner child is that frightened one on the dock in need of a reassuring hand, and your inner child history is full of boat rides that did not go well. And so how do we date from a place of security with a rocky boat track record? Well, firstly is to do some inner child work and make this fun. Inner child work doesn't always have to be this dark digging up discovery of horrible things. It can be about finding a way to let your child play. 
So finding out what your inner child fears, what their resistance to dating is, and then what they need in order to feel safe playing is key. So I do some inner child practices in my coaching program because very often we don't see the issue with our inner child, but then when we discover it, it's just so freeing. It brings an ease. And inner children tend to run the love life and the money life. And these are really two places where a child has no business being in charge. Another way I would offer you to establish safety is to just grow your, what people call your spidey senses. You have them. It's your intuition, your knowing, your deep, true source of understanding. And the more you practice and validate your own intuition, the less you'll be taken off guard in any situation, but particularly in dating when we're, we're kind of, we kind of have these blinders on where we're like, oh, this is the person I want to make this work, right? And you ignore a lot of things that if you were deeply practiced in listening and understanding your intuition, you wouldn't ignore. So when you're connected to your body, your sensations, your authentic self, you're able to feel an ease and a stability that invites a lot of fun into dating. The very real threat and existence of con artists and scammers in our dating world seems to fade from your personal dating reality. Because when you have self-love, you always know when someone is fake or toxic. I see article after article and TV specials and news reports on how to not fall victim to Tinder swindler scams. And I have to chuckle like this sad clown chuckle because never in their reporting is the solution mentioned. They are like the pharmaceutical company who claims to have the magical medicine to get your digestion back on track. Take their pill before, during, or after and eat anything you want. When really, your digestion issues are your body trying to tell you something and you just lack the skills to understand what that something is. If you're finding yourself a magnet for negative people, there's nothing wrong with you. You just lack the skills to understand why you're in a negative loop. And so safety includes a lot of self-awareness and the ability to be disappointed and not make it mean more than it does. Disappointments will happen in dating. You need to feel safe knowing that you'll be fine no matter what happens. This includes those of us who are dating with past trauma. Learn the skills to process and heal your trauma and your awareness will guide you. Your awareness and your intuition in the present will get stronger. Number two, slow down. There is an enormous pressure both externally and internally to rush through the dating phase and like, get to the good stuff. When the relationship is the goal, you tend to go too fast. You want to get to that part. And going fast means that you're not giving yourself time to check in, to savor moments, to reflect on comments made by your date, and to ask, tell me more about that, please. There's this feeling of wanting to know right away if you will be chosen, or on the other side, if you want to choose this person. Slowing down means being very conscious. And being conscious requires time for understanding. Are you projecting? Uh, yes. <laughs> How do you feel in this person's presence? How does your body feel? When you talk, do you feel a strong interest to hear what they will say next? 
Do you know what their mouth does before they say something fresh? Are you taking the time to be present, to see and feel all of these things? Do you recognize when your old stories show up? Do you recognize when this person seems to be in their past stories? And do you pause to discuss these? I think I'm making a big deal about your being late this one time because I had someone in my past really disrespect my time. How does your romantic interest respond to these reflections? Are you slowing down to let sexual attraction cultivate? Or are you showing up to a coffee date with the equivalent of like some cheap thermometer strip and an idea of how hot you must feel in their presence right away? But sexual chemistry can be best understood as holistic. Sharing thoughts and feelings creates a resonance with others and this often leads to a sexual resonance. Try not to discard a person because you don't want to leap over the table and stick your tongue down their throat immediately upon meeting. Make the goal of dating to meet fun and interesting people. Take away that pressure to get into a relationship. So what do you do when you already feel this lust at first sight? How can you slow down when the train is already barreling down the track at sonic speeds and you feel like you would die if you stay on and die if you jump off? It's always better to get ahead of this before it happens, but if it has happened, if it's happening, you may find some relief in knowledge, humor, and embodiment practices. So knowledge that lust is an absolute barrage of chemicals and hormones. And humor in, how funny is this? I feel like a teenager. Human evolution is trying to dope me up, but I see what's going on here. And you're also allowed to enjoy this barrage, but do it from a place of power. Here's what I mean. When you feel like you want instant gratification with this person because they've like stirred up in you a desire that rivals Cleopatra and Mark Anthony's romance, pause. Tell yourself that no one makes you feel anything. All of your feeling and sensations belong to you. They reside in your body. And so embodied practices let this desire feed you. It lets this desire that's been kicked up feel pleasant and not overwhelming. Put on a sexy playlist and dance in whatever way your body wants to move. If you've never done this type of ecstatic dance before, you're leaving a wonderful tool on the table. Dance and feel that barrage of lust and tell yourself that you are the person who is feeling the desire and it belongs to you. It's a really simple practice, but one that I have found creates huge shifts for healing and perspective and self-love. If you're a person who's perhaps limited physically in your ability to dance, try using your breath. When you feel the pull of hurry up and make this person yours, commit, love, have sex right now, Stand up or lie down and imagine this lusty feeling as a color or an element, whatever comes up for you. It could be orange smoke one day, white fire or lightning another day. But picture it around you like magic and you are the magician, of course. You're the witch. Breathe it in. Take turns holding the breath in your heart space, your sexual organs, your head. When you breathe out, release any pressure to do anything about the desire. Breathe in and smile because you know these feelings don't run you. You run these feelings. 
going slowly also sets you up for long-term relationship success. When you go slow, you allow the person into your heart and all the good work in relationships centers here. Okay, the third way to have more fun in dating is to celebrate every date the good ones and the bad ones. Clients often will ask me, if I celebrate the bad ones, won't that bring more like them? Absolutely not. You're celebrating your ability to know and support yourself in the dating process. Every time your body is a no to a person and you don't kiss them goodnight, you strengthen that self-trust. And that self-trust strengthens your knowing for the next date and the next one and the next one. Celebrate your dates because you're magical. You're a brave person who's open to finding love, who's willing to walk into a room with confidence and think, I'm going to meet some fun and interesting people tonight. And know that you will not be attracted to every single person in that room and that not every single person in that room will be attracted to you. Enjoy the mystery of that. Let go of the control about that by celebrating. Celebrating every drive in the car to meet somebody. Every walk, every phone call, every time you dress up, every time you go casual. Celebrate every time you are on fire and charming the pants on, off of someone on a date. And every time you let yourself sit back in a quiet mood. You're not in a job interview. You are a complex, beautiful human with the confidence to allow that full personality to show up in dating. Limiting yourself to some sort of dating script is no fun. Safety, a slow pace, and celebrating will get you in love with dating. And being in love with dating will make it fun. And that's a great combination for meeting someone who's doing the same. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me. Now.